and welcome. This is Playing Favorites, and I'm Justin. I'm Paul. And welcome to the pinnacle episode of Playing Favorites. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that white, Paul? <laughs> because we're going to be talking about the pinnacle of graphics. That's here. right. Yes, we'll get into why what the pinnacle of graphics is in a second here. But if you haven't been to our show before, I'm not sure why you haven't. Go go back and listen to all the other ones. Uh, you'll, good. Uh, you'll understand what pinnacle means. It's an important word. Um, but before, if you haven't been here before, this is the podcast where we, you know, figure pretty much talk about a variety of different topics, and we we just like to talk about it and figure out why we like our favorite thing of that topic so much. Yep. Every week we pick a category, do a little research, and try to talk each other through why we like something so much. That's right. And um, then we, are. we also, if we have a lot of extra content now over at our Patreon page, where you that's can right. go over there like Apit Sean does and support us. Thanks, Apit Sean. That's right. Apit Sean, you are always amazing, and we will always love you. <laughs> and it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love. Favorite Kevin um, Costner but thanks movie? for your support. <laughs> <laughs> favorite Whitney Houston song coming soon. Uh, but today we're talking about favorite Super Nintendo games. Um, right. We've we've done a few console-oriented shows in the past here, but we thought we'd give Super Nintendo its due. That's um, right. Before we get started, uh, Paul uh, is going to give the surprise topic for the day. Yes, I have a little bit of a warm-up for you just to get us going here. And um, first off, I'd like to say, you know, when we, one of the things that made the Super Nintendo so damn super was that it was taking a lot of the original IPs from, from, uh, you know, original characters from uh, the Nintendo and like giving them like a graphical remake and, you know, everything Mm -hmm. kind of got a, like a, like a redesign and and like a polish. And I wanted to ask you, which... It doubled the graphics. Yes, yeah, sixteen bit. It was sixteen bit, Paul. It doubled it. it. I think it even doubled the amount of buttons on the controller. That's what it did too. It did. It did. <laughs> well, if you count the left and right bumpers too, yeah, it's close. <laughs> uh, anyways, so my favorite question to you is which, uh, like, which, like, Nintendo character? And I'm, these are probably I want to narrow this down to like strictly Nintendo. Uh, characters nintendo, nintendo exclusive characters like nintendo yes. brand nintendo brand if you got something off brand that was on the the nes <laughs> then it was, you know, like, generic mario or you know, transform <laughs> i don't know a konami one or something but i'm asking you like which which character do you think character do you think got the best makeover from nes graphics to super nintendo graphics mm. like which one looked the coolest because i mean they all they all did they all were were made in the pinnacle of graphics um yes, the colors are so uh, it was like a, a 32 color palette you know oh that's a tough one that's a tough one um it was tough for me to think about which... i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to link that's that's my that's my like you know in the gut feeling because you think about it like we had original you know legend of zelda you know one of our yep. one of our favorites i think that was your favorite nes game yes it was and so was. And you know the next step we got for that was Link's Awakening, or, or not Link's Awakening, um, Link, uh, Link's Zelda Adventure Two, Link's Adventure. And like it really, like honestly, his like it's like top down version was like really kind of crappy looking, to be honest. Like it was pretty bad. But when you get to Link's Link, Link the Past, cause that was that was an event, that was a big thing. Like look, but like yes, him, he looked really good in that in that game. 
Like he had a motion to him. There was just something different about him. And just like the colors, like they even gave him a little bit of like, like you actually see the de- definition in his hair and his clothes. Um, yep. yep. Like he doesn't I, just change clothes when he gets a new ring. Yeah, I know. It's like, I feel like, like you, you knew Mario beforehand. You knew, you knew who Samus was, all that stuff. But like Link finally became Link, I think a little bit more so in, in, in his redesign for sure. That's sure. my, that's my answer. Yeah. I I was uh, I I definitely agree with that and in the link in a link a link to the past he definitely like emotes you know you can actually like see he's got more more like facial expressions like when he runs into something mm-hmm. and gets hit mm-hmm. uh, it's not just like I picked something up and like there's my O face when I pick something up yep. like that was yep. all we had for NES but yeah um, I will say there there are two there are two um, characters that I think uh, are worth mentioning. And that's um, Simon Belmont from uh, Castlevania. Okay. When he got Super Castlevania, uh, he uh, basically, they just like made him bigger, like made him taller on the screen, it seemed. <laughs> uh, but he, but he, but like what he could do with the whip was cooler. It, it, and I felt like it, it looked more, I don't know. He, his motions were definitely more fluid. It felt more like you were controlling a human being instead of whatever you were controlling in the original Castlevania. Mm-hmm. But my true um, favorite upgrade is Mega Man from the original Mega Man, which is great. That's right. But I love the look of Mega Man X. But in, he's in not Mega the Man. same character, technically. I know, but it says <laughs> Mega Man, all right? I like the way he looks. He's blue and he shoots lemons, okay? It's the same guy. Well, technically, Mega Man 7 had a nicer look, too. That was on Super Nintendo as well. So, or no, Mega Man, yeah, Mega Man 7. That yes. was like so, that, that was an upgraded version of that version of sure. Mega Man. Still looked great, <laughs> but Mega Man X. Yes, I, I like the I like the graphic redesign. I like like what they did with Mega Man mm-hmm. uh, from the NES version to the Super Nintendo version. I thought it was really cool. Yes, no, I agree. That's a that's a good pick. Good, very good pick. I mean, they yeah. and eventually they go back to the original eight uh, bit version though in like the later games. Yeah, nine and ten, they're <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh man, it's what it's what we didn't know we wanted, but we absolutely wanted. But that's that's the thing that I think that made me think that to kind of kind of go my soapbox here for a second, you know, because oh, obviously this show, go. this show has always brought up the pinnacle of graphics. I, I've never owned a Super Nintendo. I owned a Sega. Go listen to our favorite mm-hmm. Sega episode. You'll see why. But I love the new Super Nintendo graphics so much, and I think it really came down to the animation. There's just something like, you know, I think it just comes like, you know, the seeing the trans transformation of a character that you grew up with and loved, like like Link and Mario and Samus and yep. Yep. you know, seeing them change and become something different but yet familiar told you me that, that that's it. That was it. That was all it could be. Yep. Like you how could you get better than that? <laughs> I don't know what else Mario can be. I don't know what else Link can be. Like that was I the only idea I ever had that Link would ever be would be Link to the Past or, or the original Link game, and then the second one, which is with a different perspective. So I'm just like in my mind that was just like two versions of Link, but he was always the same person. But then you get to Link Link to the Past, and it's like oh oh graphics can be better. I didn't realize this, and like oh it's just it's just such, it's so good. Like and then even like you say the emotions of Link, like Mario too, they all had emotion. And, and, you could look up 
in uh, Super Mario. Well, I, th I think you could look up in um, maybe Super Mario Brothers 2 or 3. Mm, or maybe it was just maybe. in the Super no, Mario I World. But like the ability to look world. up, I remember, was being, I was like, whoa. Well, yeah, because like, yeah, he, he moved his head. Yeah, you could do You can do that in the He's room. not just like a fixed bright. Yeah. And then when he dies, it's like you see he has a sense of like oh. pain. It's like he's yeah. got blood. Like I, I actually was playing a playing Super Mario World with my children uh, on the on the Switch, and like whenever they die, she's like, "Why does he have blood in his eyes?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like, what?" Uh, didn't didn't think I was going to be <laughs> asked that question. I didn't. In I never even like put that as a consideration when I was a child. <laughs> I didn't even consider that because I guess like when he dies, it's like there's his eyes turn like really red, and I didn't yes, even notice do. it. I didn't even associate it with uh, <laughs> with uh, blood. That's, that's all it takes is a child going, "Why are his eyes bloody, Daddy?" <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just the animation of Nintendo and just like the polish that they put in all their games, um, just really kind of like up the ground. Like it just like it just looked so awesome i remember like going to like the stores and stuff and playing them in the kiosks and like mm -hmm. i was excited i got a sega genesis don't get me wrong like i loved my sega like i i i have no regrets but there was a sense of like i wish i had both you know as a child and obviously you know we we now as parents know why that didn't happen but we, we weren't the rich kids if you would and and this was a time where we're like everybody was just like a one console household like you, you you it's like you were choosing which baseball team you liked or which football team you were going to follow for the rest mm -hmm. of your life it was no, like I, we're a super nintendo house or no mm -hmm. we're, we're a genesis house. no i had a friend that was both he was only oh, kid, only child only child hashtag you know. rich kids yeah yeah he wasn't really really that rich but i just know that his i i, I used to like wonder like his dad was like 20 years older than his mom and i was i thought that was interesting like oh, wow! Your dad was twenty. Your your mom was just born. It's born. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, your um, mom was in first grade. Your dad was yeah yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, gets, it gets worse actually. The yeah, older he, you go. he he was like where I would live like work like I loved like going to other people's houses. I have the consoles and like living vicariously through their gaming. Eventually, I got a Super Nintendo later in life, and that's where most of my gaming of Super Nintendo games stem from. But tend to focus on the the better games i guess than like i got sure. my show i got my like third party stuff like batman forever over on the sega genesis oh my god <laughs> oh we talked about that game i'm getting cold chills thinking about <laughs> well you know we just talked about batman forever last week so <laughs> i know but i'm thankfully we didn't bring up the game the movie tie-in <laughs> game at all but I'm really glad you brought up Metroid because I didn't even think about Samus and her like upgrade graphically from the first yep. Metroid game because it's huge. Oh yeah, it's a huge difference to Super very Metroid. Very different. Very different. Super Metroid is this amazing, amazingly like designed and and like the color palette in it is really interesting. Like every mm -hmm. everything is really cool about yeah uh, Super Metroid. But yeah, oh great. Let's Good just. Uh, I think I think I'm I'm ready, Paul. Oh, you're ready. I feel, I feel, I'm like, I I, I think feel I'm like, getting close. I feel like game of chess. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're ready to talk about games now. That was a good surprise right. topic, but I am warmed up. Are you ready to push A to start? <laughs> Press F to pay respects first, and then I push well, A. They, to they, start. That, that's 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 later. We don't we you can't do that in Super Nintendo. It doesn't, it doesn't work. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with our honorable mentions, and we are back. 
Um, I've been thinking a lot about my Super Nintendo, Justin, getting ready for this episode. And, um, you know, the giant uh, box plug that we would plug in for our Nintendo and, and Super Nintendo. Did you have, do you remember, do you recall these enormous plugs you would have? The RF switch? You talking about the RF switch? What? Not the RF switch. That's like the little gray that box that would go into the cable wire. The RF oh, switch. Oh, yeah, that, well, that, that's cool. Yes, I, I love that thing. I'm talking about the actual <laughs> like power plug oh, the power bar. that would go into the, yeah, go into the wall there. It was like an enormous I mean, they brick. had gotten worse over the years. I don't think the Super Nintendo was that bad, was it? It wasn't that no, bad. No, it wasn't bad, because I think uh, the Xbox 360 was oh, like, was here's literally a brick that's got to sit on the <laughs> yeah, ground yeah. between yeah, the Xbox right. I mean, I guess compared plug. to like the NES, which was just literally just a plug, it was just a wire. <laughs> don't think there was much else to it except for it was a big box a little or a smaller black box yeah but i i mean i was thinking about all the peripherals too for super nintendo i i didn't own any of the peripherals i didn't have the you super just... scope which was the the i guess the super zapper right because yeah. everything got yep. super in front of it that was the first commercial i remember seeing for the the super nintendo was a super scope and i'm like whoa that's so cool i'm it was like oh. a bazooka right on your <laughs> shoulder it looked like a rocket launcher what other peripherals were there, though, besides, besides like, the Super Game Boy and boy, the Game Genie? I guess that's when that first started, right? Yeah, I guess I guess so. I, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on anything. I'm, I'm really just remembering that Super Scope and how it made me feel like holding my little, like, zapper, my Nintendo zapper, and being like, it's not a bazooka like that one in the commercial. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I wish we get a Super Nintendo. Yeah, we talked about that in the, the NES uh, episode, too. It's like we had NESs when Super Nintendos were, like, birth coming out. And it's like, yep. it feels like we had the NES way longer than, than we did. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, Super Nintendo was already, like, out there with, like, tons of games. Yep. So it's like. Yep, that's true. Well, Justin, why don't you tell us? what Since uh, you're going to talk about your uh, the height of your Super Nintendo play, why don't you tell us what's your first honorable mention? I'm just going to lead with this. Because it's 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 time, it's Go time, ahead, Paul. It's time to talk about the pinnacle of graphics. That's that I'm going to lead with Super Mario World. That's that's what I'm going to lead with. Oh, I thought you were going to say Pilot Wings. No. Okay. <laughs> Super Mario World, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout Wings. out Pilot Wings. Game is hard. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played Pilot Wings. Again, like just to just to kind of explain, like just reiterate from the beginning of the show, I didn't own a Super Nintendo. But I did play a good amount of games, either whether it be Cousins' Houses or later in life. But Super Mario World was that one game. It, it, it was the game that everyone, I think, associated initially with Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. And, or, or Super Nintendo. And the reason why I consider the physical graphics, I don't even think I had this listed as like my honorable mention for favorite Mario game. We did that episode last season. But like, it is... There's just something special about that game. Like, I think it's not just the graphics that make it work, but the sound effects as well. And it's just it, it's just something about like just everything they add into that game. It really kind of really made Mario so much better, and like really, it, it was a true like generational leap of what Mario was from the NES, but yet still doing what you would expect out of a Mario game. Does that does that make any sense? Yeah, it's like if you played Super, even if you. If your only experience with Super Mario Brothers was the first one or even the third one, like you can pick this game up and play it and understand how it works. Like they yep. didn't really like reinvent the wheel, but what they did was just like turn up the the volume like on every aspect of Mario, right? Yeah. Like, so like the level design, mm-hmm. like pushing that and pushing what you could do in a level. 
uh, character, like sprites and color palette and music and sound effects. Sound effects. Like, yeah, like they just turned everything up to 11. Like, just. Yeah, I mean, they just took everything. everything from three, which was oh. a huge upgrade from one. Like, we already had that Absolutely. big jump of upgrade, right? But, like, it, it, it took threes, like, like world, like the world levels and, like, and the mm -hmm. different bosses that you'd fight in, in, like, each of the castles. But I think this is the first one time you had the Koopa kids, right? Because you didn't have that in three. So, like, this is the first time you ever, like, yeah, actually had the different personalities, like, yeah. right? So, yep, it's like. Yep, it's like the same dude in the, that's in the, in the castles and the pirate ships in three. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I just, it had, there was more of a world to it. And then also, it's just like the world would change. Like, when you would, you could, you'd find Star Road and, like, you'd have, like, the secrets that actually would make a branching path. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, it wouldn't just, like, bring you to a secret room like Mario 3. You actually had other paths you can take. And, like, when you started finding those secrets or you started learning about it, whether it be through communal just discussion at school or just reading a guide maybe later in life. <laughs> yes. Com communal, you know? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, the idea of, like, getting like, – how many times have we had this conversation where you, you learn how to get through a level from, like, talking to somebody at school, you know? Like, or, or you're, like – you learned about, like, a new part of the game or, like, a um, secret level or a secret hidden someplace just from hearing people talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm -hmm. literally word of mouth how, uh, <laughs> like, to get through these games. And, like, I, it, 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 the, the, the gameplay of that game, like, stands the test of time. Like, that's the beauty of it. Like, it's, like, it, it literally has brought that design into later games. Like, I feel like nothing has, like, changed in, like, the 2D Mario world since, since Super Mario World. And that's what's like genius about it. Right. Like any like somebody who played the original Mario Brothers could pick that game up and like, oh yeah, I can play this. Mm -hmm. Like I can figure this out. Mm -hmm. Like yep. the rules are still kind of the same. So yeah. Yeah, but I, I feel like the Mario World really kind of set the pathway for later games. Like you go to the Wii, the new Super Mario's Wii games, or like the the one for the Wii U. Yes. Yeah, it's yes. It, it's almost a lot like Super Mario World. Yeah, the animation's different. There's a couple other things you can do that are different, but like. It's like the mentality is still the same. Like, it's a it's the fast pacedness, I guess, of it versus like original Mario is a little slower because you you are a little clunkier, I guess, in in the yeah. original NES game, right? But when you get to Mario World, you have like a sense of speed to it. That's where you get the the the, the speed runs of and all that stuff started kind of like really becoming. Well, you got the thing. feather and the cape, and that was just really important. Oh, yeah. oh, I know. Seriously, yeah. The the cape is. I love that super superpower. It's it was so cool when you ever got the cape. I don't know why. It's like it's like it really didn't make any sense at all compared to all the other powers you got in the past. That's when it started getting bonkers. But it's like, yo, I have a cape. That just seems awesome. I it makes sense to me. I can and, go high and I can parachute a little. Like I can float along for a long period of time. Yeah. I love yeah, that. And then you have the introduction of Yoshi. You know, it's such a great nice. little ability to be able to ride things and and like eat eat fruit. Eat like that was like my favorite thing when I first <laughs> when I first started playing the game was like, I can eat the fruit? I can eat the fruit off the tree? Really? The game like it's like it was like that little extra of detail of like interactivity that just it added to the joy of the game a little bit more. And then when you learn you can eat monsters, I'm like, Oh man, like this is like great. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's like mm -hmm. Oh, it's just like and like when you when you would like kill something with a with Yoshi when you would hop on something with Yoshi, it sounded different than when you hopped on something with Mario, and like yeah, it just it sounded like heavier, like you were really yeah. crushing something. It's like that. yeah, it's just like there's just some sort of joy in every little thing that you did in that game. 
which is sort of I think the 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 key to Mario games. And we we talk about what makes a good Mario game uh, before, but like it it's like every little activity that you do has a sense of joy. Like there's never any kind of like oh we got to go through this part again. Like it's like you don't really get ever like annoyed. It's like yeah you might get stuck or have a hard time hitting a jump or or you might die a bunch of times, but it's like you never get like tired of doing a certain kind of thing because sure. it's like, it's like, Oh, I can get to this level with the Cape. Oh, I have my Cape still great. But if you lose the Cape, it's like, okay, I'm all right. I can get this level through jumping or I can go, Oh, there's a fight. There's a, there's a, there's a flower there. I can use the firepower. It, it changes how you, you address the situation and they give you so many different tools. And that's, I think where Mario world started like, that's what added to that versus the older later games. Like you still have that kind of stuff with like the Tanuki suit and all that stuff in three. But oh, there's something about three that just like made it. Oh, it just it was just looked so good and like added depth too. Like the world had a little more depth to it because you had the moments where you went to like the the dungeons when you're on the little cages and you're climbing sure. up the cages and yes, then you would yes. you'd, you'd punch the the the, the yep. troopers <laughs> and then like you could punch them and then you could punch those little squares to go behind the cage. So you'd be like Mario would be facing you, like his belly would be facing you. Uh, not to mention, I don't want to forget this. Also, the ability to store a power up in the little mm, square at the top. Yeah, that was huge. Yep, that was right. always like the and in like the people, the reckless people. I would say that would like because I forget like you could press a button. I forget what button would do it, um, and you can force it to come down. I was like, no, no, no. I, I will always save that for when I get hurt. I would never like yep. yeah, you never, prematurely you, get to that power. Yeah, you up. wait, you wait, you have to wait till you're small, and then you get exactly. the power up. Because like you, yeah, you'll, it'll... It, it takes you right to being big and having the power. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's that's uh, that's smart playing. That's that's we being... we have mentioned this one in the favorite Mario game episode where we talked about like in Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World they basically give you three hits, right? So mm-hmm. if you have like the feather, you get hit once, then you're big. And then if you get hit a second time, then you're small. And then if you get hit a third time, then you're dead. But, mm-hmm. man, yep. such a good game. Yep. Such a good choice. Yep. That's my pinnacle of graphics for you, Paul. We finally talked it was. about it. They couldn't <laughs> top it. They couldn't top it. <laughs> but really, that's what like has made Mario games so, uh, like, what they are. Is because that's what they just keep doing. They keep trying to just, like, take something that you're familiar with and, like, really improve on just about every aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, you think about the next Mario game was Mario 64, which was the pinnacle of 3D graphics when it came out. Um, Actually, Super Mario Sunshine is the pinnacle of 3D graphics in gaming. I I did say when it came out. But anyways, anyways. All right. Uh, I would like to switch gears. Um, Go ahead. uh, I I do want to give out a quick shout out, though, while we're on the subject of Mario, and that's Mario Paint. Oh, I didn't. I, uh, I didn't want to shout that. I didn't know if we're doing shoutouts yet. I was going to wait a little bit, but yeah, Mario oh, Paint. Okay. Mario Paint yeah, was great. Fun. No, I, I want can, to keep it from the pocket. Do you I have any more Mario stuff you want to talk about? Let me just ask. Any other question. Mario stuff I want to talk about B- besides Mario uh, Paint? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. Well, then Mario Paint, great. <laughs> it's fun. It had a mouse, a Super Nintendo mouse, and I love that the mouse was the same color as like the controller. It was that same gray and purple. Like the key, the the buttons were purple and the mouse was gray. Mm-hmm. And it had its own, own little mouse pad and 
And I just remember the music from that, like, like just playing for hours while you're trying to like work on some stupid animation that'll only last six seconds. Wasn't there like a music like creation tool thing that you would play that like have weird sound effects, right? It's like, oh man, so good. And then there's a little mini game with a fly swatter. That was my favorite. That was my favorite thing in in Mario Paint because I didn't have, I didn't own this game. I played it at my cousin's house, so we'd always like make like random stupid stuff together and. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Literally, just play the fly swatting game. Like that's all we ever did. That fly so swatting game is fun. It's so good. I love like it's it's just it's just funny. Like I I I would love to just like pick it up again and play it now. I've I've and I'm pretty sure you can play it like an emulation and just use your mouse to do it. But mm. it is it it deserves a shot. Yep. But my first um, honorable mention, and I don't know, maybe you might share a little bit with me. We might as well stay on the subject of Mario here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Is this, uh, am I? Okay. I have, I have no more Mario auto mentions. They're all shout outs just to help you. Okay. It is a uh, Super Mario Kart. Okay. That's what I wanted to shout out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> this wouldn't be his favorite, right? Yeah. No, I have, no more, right. I have no more Mario auto mentions or favorites. So don't worry about it. Okay. So yeah, Super Mario Kart, man. Yeah. Super fun. Great. Super fun. I I did not realize it took me like a while, like much later did I realize that like a lot of people played this game. Mm. And like when uh the first one that came out for or the one that came out for the 64, mm-hmm. that like that showed me because all of a sudden people that didn't play games were buying Nintendo 64s to play Super Mario Kart. We talk, yeah, um, we we talk about Mario that. Yeah, it's like it's like we talk about like everyone just everyone loves Mario Kart. Doesn't matter who you are, mm-hmm. you'll you'll play Mario Kart. Like I, people, I don't... Like, <laughs> people like relatives of mine, friends of mm-hmm. mine that that I would never associate with liking games at all. Like would would basically like kind of look down on gaming altogether. Still have their uh, whatever console it is that that plays a Mario Kart game mm-hmm. because they cannot give it up. There are so many of them that still play it on the Wii. Um. And just on a, a quick aside, were you the kind of person that played uh, the Mario Kart on the Wii with the steering wheel peripheral? We had the, like... we had the steering wheel peripheral, but Amber, uh, my wife uh, Amber, liked the steering wheel. I could never get behind the steering wheel. I don't no. know. She, she she's done it for every single one. So when you had the Wii U version of the game, you can use the mm-hmm. Wii U gamepad as a steering wheel. Okay. So oh, she, oh she, like just like move it left and right. That, yeah, instead and... of buying a peripheral, you just have the Wii U gamepad because motion control. So she that's the only way she would play. Oh, right. okay. Like everything, and then we got the Switch. I don't feel like she like I think you could do that with the motion with the switches as well because there's uh, motion controls on the Joy Cons. But it's so weird. I feel like that's the thing you do when you're playing with a controller is that you move your body to kind of give it the yep. extra oomph, but yep. it doesn't do anything. It's yeah. just like a mental thing. Yeah. Oh, you should <laughs> see like... it when Amber does it though. Like she does it way more than she needs to. Like she'll like she'll like 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 turn the wheel or whatever motion control, <laughs> like but, lean, hand, but like... lean over like to the right and then lean over to the left. It's like Jesus. It's like <laughs> she's like doing a lethal weapon car chase scene with the. <laughs> the peripheral like, spinning. I'm like, you t- it, it went- you're crazy, Riggs. Like, you're screaming at her. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, stop! I, I like, literally, I have to sit. Like, I do. I, I was, I've been doing self sedition sitting with her whenever I play Mario Kart for years. <laughs> <laughs> she needs, like, she needs her own like part of the living room to do it in. 
But anyway, I never understood the people. I just never understood how people could do it. Like I need to just use a controller, but I still use my body to move, but I know it doesn't do anything. And I, and this is where, this is like the game that I did it with Yeah. because I know F zero came out for super Nintendo. Good game. I just was not really a big, I never played it. I really didn't play it until way later. Yeah. This was the racing game that I played and just, um, getting used to it and, and trying to use like there's a feather as a power up in this game and all it does is make you jump and spin really high. <laughs> yeah you're right and like right. i love doing that in the in the versus level where there was water so that you could jump and spin onto like into like the um like little like forbidden area like the little like medians and just mm-hmm. kind of like hang out in the water for a second or two no, there's just like a lot of little little things about this game that were just fun I, I never so, owned this game. Um, this is not one. My, my Mario Kart was sixty four. Um, mm-hmm. That I that, that was like my my obsession one. It's really good one though. Um, but like I used to play this at my friend's house like all the time. It's like just something that we just would do. You know, it's like we would always go over and play Mario Kart. This is what we mm-hmm. did. You know, yeah. I occasionally like it's like you go to a friend's house and he'd let you play like a single player game for a while. But after a while, you just end up playing Mario Kart. Because it's yeah. like, it, it's just one of those games where you could just like, and in my cousin's house and all that stuff too. But like, oh, it's just like, there's something about like finding all the secret little, that like, that was like, because like, they had the secret stuff. Like, I remember like in the, what, the haunted one, you can like somehow jump across somehow. Like, if you had like the feather or something like that, there was a way to like jump over. Oh, in like the, yeah. The, oh. I can't remember where it was, but there was, there was like, that's when like the secret things of the Mario Kart world started. Because there's always like the little like, tricks to get through a level faster like rainbow road in 64 mm-hmm. where you could like jump off the edge and land on the other side but That's like right. yep. uh but yeah like super nintendo like had this like thing and like super nintendo mario kart like uh, super mario kart was a good example of it where you would go into the screen the sense of depth going into the screen mm-hmm. versus that platforming thing so yep. Yep. like you mentioned f-zero again you're like going into the screen versus like a racing game looking down at it or like the side of it, right? So yeah. it had this weird kind of like in like different graphic kind of thing. Yeah, and Mario yeah. Kart was so like you look at it now, and I mean, you could, it, it looks kind of weird and janky, but like it, it was such a amazing accomplishment back then. And the gameplay and, is still really fun. It's it, it hasn't really changed. I mean, it's still really good. But that, um, is, that is really like a, a characteristic of Super Nintendo games is like them playing with perspective mm-hmm. because yeah. there's a there's a few like uh, I remember I had a, a game called NHL Stanley Cup. Uh, I don't think they made any others besides this one, but it was like not first person. It was like basically, I think, kind of like a third person hockey game. Mm-hmm. So you were like down on the ice and you were like, you know, the camera is situated, I guess, like a little bit behind the guy you're controlling. And you're like looking at the at the rink and, and like where the goal is that you're headed towards and where your guys are. It's actually really hard to play because it, it was actually more like hockey, I guess, than <laughs> than like playing ice hockey for NES or Blades of Steel or any of those where you could see everything mm-hmm. from a top down perspective. But yeah, it like forced you to kind of like look straight. And it was like, oh, the goal is down that way. I guess I'll move down that way. And it's, you know. It wasn't like the best, obviously, but I mean, it was yeah. interesting that they were doing, they were making those kinds of games that, like, in a sense, kind of breaking the fourth wall and, and making you more immersed in the game. I mean, think of the racing games you had in the NES, though. You had Excite Bike and, like, you know, 
like the RC, RC racer game, yep. the RC racing Fun. game. But it was always like this top down kind of mentality. There was never like I think the well, only you had, like Spy Hunter, but that was very very basic. You know, it was just like a road. And then, like, all of a sudden, a barrel would appear. And then, like, yeah. all of a sudden, like, a sign would appear. You know, it, it was very hard to play those games. And, and the only other game I could think of that was on the NES that was, like, that kind of, like, you know, into the TV perspective. I don't even know what to call it. Um, that depth was maybe Contra when you got to those, like, like end levels where you yeah. actually were shooting. It's third into person, it. I'd say. I think yeah. I'd call it some kind of third person. Yeah, like the second level in the original Contra there where you're, like, <laughs> walking through. A hallway, I guess. Oh, there, that, you're, that you're... was like later. I beat the game, so that's like the, that's like every level has that. <laughs> you go all the way. Oh to the yes, end. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but like Mario, yeah. Super Mario, like Kart, like it just had it. It was like that true mentality of like what 3D was, because you're like they actually created like a a 3D space for the game, even though it was in like the 16 bit kind of mentality. But like you were driving around a course that like you you would actually drive into the TV on. It was just so unique and different. And, oh. When you do the versus mode, you, you were in like a, like a little map. Like you could go around this little map. It was like a little sort of 3D environment, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. There's walls to it. There's places you can't go and you could get stuck like going straight. And this was before you had reverse. There was no reverse. Yep. So you couldn't reverse in this game. It was very tough. You need to get uh, the can... switch here, Paul, so we can play this uh, online together. That's what you gotta oh. do. Oh yes, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> well, Justin, why don't you tell me what your next honorable mention is? Well, if you're done with Mario, you done with Mario? I'm done with Mario. I'm gonna shout out a couple things. Um, Super Mario All Stars. I'm gonna just throw that into the world. The Lost Levels. Um, such a great, talk about a good upgrade of character. Like, like that was just an upgraded game. Like, right? Like, it just like it looked awesome. But I it's also really, wanted like it was before the time of backwards compatibility too, right? So it was like. Here, we'll give you the three original Mario games plus some levels you've never played before, yep. like the one that wasn't released. Yep. Really no, it was, it was such a good, like, it, it's probably the best cart. Like, you know, we talked about that for Super Nintendo because it just has so many awesome things and it just looks so mm-hmm. cool. But the other one I want to shout out is Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. Ooh. Um, I never got a chance oh. to, like, go all the way through this game. But, like, I remember, like, going to Cousin's house and just, like, loving the style of this game so much. Like, I remember loving, like, the whole, like, you know, timed attack where you can, like, hop on people and Bowser joined your team. And it just, because yes. it was made by Square back back then, back in the day. Quite soft. It just, just had, like, such a great, like, look to it and style to it. And I remember, like, loving that game so much. I just never got a chance to really kind of beat it. And then... That's the game that made me excited for like the later favorite Mario games, but uh, I just wanted to shout that out too because it's such a such a great game. It's a really interesting game. I so, was so very confused when I saw that game come out. I was like, "What? What is Mario doing? Why is yeah. Bowser with him?" Yeah, but no. Did you did you play it at all? Um, uh, nope. No, nope. Oh, Not a I feel like you would have loved it. I feel like you. I feel like that's a that's a game that you would have really. Done. There are people that play Paper Mario and love it and tell me that it's great, and I'm sure it is. I just have not gotten into them. But anyway, <laughs> someday. Anyway, someday. Um. So my next honorable mention is something that you've already brought up, and that is actually Mega Man X. Oh, okay. Um, 
So a little bit of a ca- little bit of a side note here, though. I did not play this on the Super Nintendo. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> what did you play it on? Then? I played it on PC because <laughs> um, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, but I got everything in this game. I absolutely love this game. It is a really fun game. Um, I remember having a friend that was really into it, and we would talk about where all the extra secret things because you can get like armor and stuff and learn to fly and mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. all the extra like abilities that you didn't get in the regular Mega Man games. Mega Man just X for... is just such a great phenomenal game. And I, I'm a huge Mega Man fan, even though I might not play it of every Mega Man game. I actually now officially own every Mega Man game in the switch. You, you, you can applause. It's, it's important. Um, but it was, it was on sale, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always loved the original Mega Man games and then when, when this one came out Mega Man X and I didn't have a Super Nintendo and I learned that you can get it on the PC um, and then my friend was into it too so we would like both we both played it I think he had it on the, P- on the Super Nintendo and then I bought it for the PC but I just like oh, I got I just dived deep into that game and loved every single moment of it I don't remember all the bosses names I don't remember I know I beat it I know I got through the whole thing I know I got all the extra things I don't have a ton to talk about. I mean, it's Mega Man. I mean, what? there's so many cool levels in that game too. Yeah, like, do you remember the one that was all outside? The you fought like the the the, the flying dude. It's like an eagle, like sky oh, eagle yes. or something. Yes, yes. You're like fighting on his like big, huge like um, ship or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's awesome. Like that's mm-hmm. like it, it, you're not just like going underground to fight, you know, Woodman or you know, Cutman. It was like it made those like some of those fights were pretty epic, mm-hmm. really fun, really really fun game. No, the one the one that I remember the most because I feel like I I the one that's the one that I always beat the most. The first was the penguin, like there's chill the pe- penguin, chill penguin. Yes. That's right. Um, because that was unique too because you only had like four things to fight initially, and then there were longer levels from I remember. I think it unlocked like later levels. I can't really remember the game. I was trying to replay it recently because, like I said, I just bought all the the games on Switch, and I've been going through each of the games. I went through one, two, and three, beat all the main bosses, and then and then was trying to beat the final bosses for some of the older ones, which I still can't do. But mm. I just haven't gotten to the X games as much yet. I was trying to go in order, but oh man, when that game was out, first came out, and I got it for the PC, I I played on the worst con- possible controller. If you remember the PC little gamepad controller oh. that used to be out there it was like this like yes yes like multi-colored buttons and then you have like the purple. everybody had that one for a bit yeah yeah <laughs> you could you could screw in the little joystick into like the actual d-pad oh man yeah. it was so bad but like i loved it i play a lot of games on that on that with that d-pad i mean i played a lot of the final fantasy games and things like that like all eight and seven you know I didn't hate it. I didn't really, I guess back then we didn't really have anything to complain about. It's like, oh, this kind of looks like a Super Nintendo controller. I mean, it seems fine. It worked. We were just happy to play. Yep. That's, uh... That's right. <laughs> we weren't as, we weren't as uh, privileged, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Or as picky. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, that's just a kind of like, it's sort of like a honorable mention that I just really needed to talk about. You already mentioned some of the upgrades and how the graphics looked and, it actually had a story to Mega Man. I mean, I think that was kind of part of its downfall later on because it got really crazy with the story. <laughs> you know, it, it, the story is really, really simple, too. I mean, like, the very beginning of that, you're, like, running through and you're doing okay, and then you get your ass kicked. Yep. 
and then the what's it z the red oh, the red one uh, comes out with his flowing yeah. hair yeah, and his awesome armor and he like takes care of the boss in one second oh yeah it's like, you he's like get better. you're not strong enough and he's like i will get strong enough I'm like that's all you need that's the motivation i'm like <laughs> i want to be like him <laughs> yeah that but, but yeah see i was like playing the because I, I bought the collection for the x games and like i guess there was eight x games i didn't know this oh wow i did and not know that they went all the way to the ps2 area era and i went to the, i was like mm. you know what i'm gonna play the the eighth one because my daughter was watching me and she was getting she it was funny because she's like watched me play Mega Man one she's like I don't like this game and then I'd play like Mega Man four she's like well it's kind of better and then I played Mega Man seven she's like wow this is a lot better and then I played like the Mega Man eight X and she's like this is great this is the best <laughs> <laughs> because there was dialogue and actually voice acting I'm like why is there voice acting in my Mega Man game he's not supposed to be talking like I don't care what Mega Man has to say <laughs> nor do I care what he looks like without his helmet. Why were they trying to, like, for a period of time, like, look, it's Mega Man without his helmet. Like, Mega Man 64. I'm like, I don't care. Sure, he's got brown hair. Great. Was he on 64? He wasn't on 64. He went to... Yeah, there's a Mega Man 64. It's garbage. Really? It is absolute garbage. Are you sure? I feel like you're lying. I'm looking it up. (laughs) It was on on PlayStation. Mega Man Legends. Mega Man 64. Uh, it's it's called Mega Man Legends. Yeah, excuse me. I don't think it came out for sixty four though. But anyways, anyways, I don't remember. What? Oh, it did. Oh, it did come out. For, oh, you're right. It did come yeah. out sixty four. Huh. It came out for the PlayStation as well, hmm. but it also did. Yeah, come out that that was really good. But anyways, how, how did they not Mega have Man. him with blue hair? You gotta have blue hair, Justin. <laughs> That's very true. An anime character, you gotta have blue hair. <laughs> thank you, thank you. All right. That's are you are you know. done? Are you done gushing about Mega Man? I, I love, love that game too. I love Mega I love Man. It a lot. It's a great, it's a great game. It's a great it game. It is a great game. It's very it, simple. Was... I don't know what makes it. I don't. I don't really don't know what makes it really a fun game. I really don't understand Something it. Too. It's very simple. It's hard too. But like, it's like you get through like a simple level. There's some hard parts. You get through it, and I think it's just it's just the frustration of it's like. It's almost like this, like survival game. Like you know, it's like you have like very little amount of resources to get to the boss. You can't yep. beat them when you get there. Well, tough luck. You know, it's like you gotta you, do it you again. Get to, you get to start it again, and like you're, <laughs> and you're like clearly, I don't know what I'm doing, and you just fail, and then you try it again, or you you, you go to a different boss. I, I that's what I actually really miss about playing Mega Man games, is that first time when you're on the first board and you see all of the bosses, and you're just like, which one do I pick? Mm-hmm. like where yeah. do i go and then when you finally start connecting the dots and like ah that's gonna work on this person yeah. and this will work on that person it's the nice thing about yeah. using the switch though because you don't have to remember the passcodes because you have save states so oh well those <laughs> of us who've been emulating forever you know <laughs> i try yes, to emulate that's great, I... that they, that's great that they make it you know that they I, do that on the switch. I, I tried to emulate a mega man i really did and I just couldn't play Mega Man on, on on PC, even though I played Mega Man X on PC. For some reason, I could never enjoy playing original NES Mega Man on PC. But anyway, it's funny because I, I I feel like I played so many NES and SNES games with a computer keyboard that <laughs> I don't know how well I'd do if I played them with a, an actual controller again. <laughs> but anyway, speaking of one that I Someday. I definitely I feel like I wore out a controller playing this game. And that's Contra Three: The Alien Wars. Is that on three? 
oh, okay. I didn't know. Did that... <laughs> if one, if there was, if there was a game I didn't think we'd talk about, was Contra Three. <laughs> oh my god, dude! It's the best Contra game there is. Oh really? By far, by far. Uh, the so only fun, one. Contra's I put... okay. Contra's fun. Super C is is fun. A little bit harder, but but still fun. Contra Three rewards you for um for just like being a contra player like for for really like spending the time with this game mm-hmm. it rewards you the the power ups are great like the upgrades to your to your weapons are great uh there's a wide variety of them and some classic ones like machine gun and spread um there is a flamethrower that actually acts like a flamethrower and and doesn't like shoot to the end of the screen it like you know, like a flame, like, I don't know, six feet in front of you so you can socially distance, you know, from your enemies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it actually operates like a flamethrower. Okay, gotcha. Uh, the, 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 the game itself is very similar to the first game in that, like, you're you're fighting the, the same, like, aliens from the first game. Um, they do have, like, a top-down mode like they had in Super C, where it's, like, strictly top-down and you're, like, exploring through a level. But it's actually kind of like puzzly a little bit. It's like it's not a straight line. You have to kind of like figure out where you're supposed to go. Um, it's really fun, and the and it, and it's like over the top. It's exactly what you would want a contra game to be, which is just like big muscle dudes fighting and shooting stuff and blowing stuff up, mm-hmm. and it gives you exactly what you what you wanted from like the first contra game without it being like too too hard. Um, and you could also have two power-ups at the same time. Mm. So you could have a flamethrower, and then you could press a button and switch over to the spread gun. Because there was more buttons. And I, gotcha. and I forget how you do it, <laughs> but there's a way to like shoot both at the same time in like opposite directions, and like two guns, like like you're imagine like two people are like on either side of you, and you point a gun at at both of them. It's like two giant guns out shooting and blowing shit. Up. The box <laughs> it's art so is much awesome. Fun. The box is. art is nuts. Every country game that has come out since then has been terrible, in my opinion. I'm oh, just yeah. saying. Oh, yeah. They've not been good. This I is the, say... the pinnacle of contra games oh. right here. The <laughs> pinnacle. I said it. Are we just going to title this episode the favorite pinnacle game of, of ever? The pinnacle of Super Nintendo games. I guess it, it is interesting that Super Nintendo went with their box art horizontal. Versus vertical, like you know, the Sega Genesis box, and I just find that intriguing. They went landscape, man. They yep. were they were trying to differentiate themselves. The the cartridge is landscape, though. That's true. The Sega Genesis cart is more well, it's closer horizontal. to a square. It's horizontal still, but yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. The Super Nintendo, they're they're like they're yeah. like combs. They're like yeah. the the size of like a comb. <laughs> I don't know. So is Contra a shout out, or is that your honorable mention? No, that's my honorable mention, man. Oh, that's your honorable mention. Okay, it's a game I can pick up anytime. I'll play that game. It's not, it's not easy, but it's just hard enough to be fun. You know, Mm -hmm. it it really does like reward the player over time. Like you play it, you get you get good at it, you figure out how to play it. Then it it really like the fun stuff that you can do in this game, and like just cool things you can do in this game are are a lot. There's a lot of them. Very fun, man. It, it, I'm surprised that you haven't played it at all. Uh, you should definitely, definitely get your hands on. Uh, go out and find a copy of Contra Three: The Alien Wars for Super Nintendo. Well, I mean, they do have the collection available. You can buy 
it's at every well, Contra game. When it goes on sale, there you go. <laughs> you really only want the first three anyway. So. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, do you have any animal me- uh, shout-outs you want to do? Any other shout-outs? Um, well, yes. <laughs> One that we played together, actually. Kirby's Dream Course. Oh, okay. Last time I uh, visited you, I think. Or yeah, maybe we played two, that for two briefly. Times ago. We played yeah. that for a little bit. It's a good game. A Kirby game and golfing and a mini golf game. It's like the, I, I remember playing that when I was like at friends' houses and stuff, and I, I played it ever since it came to the Switch. Obviously, it's definitely I didn't even put it on my list because I completely forgot about it. It's fun game. It's, it's fun. fun game. It's fun. And pilot wings. I, I do want to shout out a couple, and I don't. I think I'm okay with shouting these out. And if you would like to go to a break when I say these names, please let me know. I will yell break. Um, I'm going to shout out Donkey Kong Country. Break! Okay. I'm going to shout out Star Fox. Let's shout out Star Fox together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. We can we, we can, we can uh, shout out the first Donkey Kong Country, though. That's the fine. First it's one? a great okay. game. Yeah, it's a good game. We don't, we don't talk much about more about it. I'm just going to throw that name out there in the world. Um, but Star Fox, I feel like, I think 64 was really when Star Fox... I guess hit its stride, and then that is that is it. the best that's, Star that's, Fox. That's game. it. <laughs> but we can, we can give Star Fox credit for the Super FX chip, right? Yep, yep. And like, then and an amazing commercial of like this, like the, the beginning of the furry obsession. But oh, God, that's right, <laughs> they had live action Star Fox for some reason. <laughs> uh, another yeah, game I, I would like to shout out is Turtles in Time, even though I never played it on Super Nintendo. Um, it was only on the Super Nintendo, game, which yeah. I thought was interesting as well. I didn't realize it didn't come to the Sega Genesis. Um, but uh, so I just wanted to shout those out. But I guess I think we should go to a, we should go to our favorites. So and we could do some more shout outs there. Yeah, if they come to mind, we'll bring them up. But yeah, let's take a quick break and we'll come back with our favorites. Hello there. Yes, you. Have you checked out our Patreon yet? It's got all sorts of fun stuff. That's right. There's a tier out there for everyone. At the $2, 5 and $10 levels, you can support the show and get perks like suggesting topics for us, submitting questions for us to answer on the air, early access to episodes, ad-free episodes, and even monthly Patreon-exclusive episodes. A little help from our listeners will help us do more great stuff. So check us out at patreon.com slash playing favorites. Of course, there are other ways to support us. You could follow us on Twitter at PlayFavePodcast. You can subscribe, uh, as well as give us an amazing review on iTunes or Spotify. And of course, share us with your friends and family. We're trying to create a community, and we want you to be a part. So come join us, and let's all play favorites together. And welcome back. It's time to talk about our final favorites here so justin what is your favorite super nintendo game so my favorite super nintendo game paul and i was really surprised that you didn't bring this up yet and i don't think this is what your favorite is because of how you responded before the break so i'm just gonna go for it my favorite super nintendo game is final fantasy 6 now i didn't say it because i knew you would I, I thought it might have been in your honorable mentions, but as time went by, I'm like, it's going to be his favorite. It's going to be his favorite. Yeah, well, 
I mean, I love that game too. Yeah, we we we. I, I had a feeling we might share this one. We've only done that once, and I don't know if this is true in this case. But, um, it is. It is the, one of the best Final Fantasy games ever made. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's hard for me not to break, to mention this game as my favorite. Uh, it, it's just, and, and again, when I say Final Fantasy six, I mean Final Fantasy three for the North yes. American folks here who don't know how to do math. <laughs> Because we didn't get the other games. Because you know, I was we looking, didn't I, know. I was we looking didn't through, know. I was looking through the list of games, and there's no Final Fantasy four for Super Nintendo. I find it really funny. It goes three to five, and it's like, really? <laughs> you just, you mm-hmm. just gave up? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyways, um, the Final Fantasy three slash six. I'm just gonna. I'm now. I'm gonna continually to call it six is is my favorite Final Fantasy game. Like we were never yes. going to probably do a Final Fantasy a favorite Final Fantasy game. I don't think that's an episode we'd ever do. But it's just so hard for it to get below any other game. Like I love a lot of Final Fantasy. I've played a lot of them. But it's Final huge, Yeah, Final it's Fantasy 6 has so many amazing moments and I personally have a story has so much difficulty beating this game because of save files. And this is the story with oh. me in Final Fantasy in general. It's not just Final Fantasy VI, but it's, it's Final Fantasy VIII I had issues. Final Fantasy VII I had issues. Final Fantasy XIII-II I had issues. I've had so many issues with that. And then I had played Final Fantasy One. I. I don't remember if I ever beat that one. Good game. NES game yeah. to play it. But sure. it's it, whatever. <laughs> it... it it's not Final Fantasy VI. And this is the reason I got a Super Nintendo for my cousin. Was because when I, cause I said I didn't own it. And then finally he's like, let me let, me, let, let me let you borrow my very old Super Nintendo. Let me just add that to the, the conversation. So I can play Final <laughs> Fantasy VI. Uh-huh. And that game deleted itself twice. Mm-hmm. Twice. Where where did it delete itself? Was it in the same spit in the same spot too? No, I think it was. I always remember like sort of getting to like the breaking of the world or like an airship, and oh, okay. it was around that time frame. So it was around the same time place, and so like after two times of it deleting itself in Super Nintendo, I never actually beat it, and I've always loved it. There's just so many. And I remember even watching my cousin play this game. And like the references of Saban, you know, being like kind of Star Wars related with his master, and I am the like quoting Star Wars stuff, and and yeah, his, his master named Vargas, yeah, Vargas taught taught you all the 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 moves, you know, like Aura Bolt and yeah. Pummel and yeah. Fire Dance, and oh, I can I, and like you have like oh, it's like you have all the the uniqueness of the characters that really got me. And I think it's probably the first like true JRPG that I got like really sucked into. Yeah, I played the original Final Fantasy, but there's something magical just for the intro of this game, of mm-hmm. them just like in their ma- in their magic tech suits walking in the snow, and yep. it's just something something different and unique in the way the way they do the storytelling and. And we we've talked about Final Fantasy VI in previous episodes. We're a favorite villain with Kefka, yep. and I, I haven't. That Super Nintendo version is the only version I've ever I know because I know they've remade it for the PlayStation where they had like actual CGI cinematics and all that stuff. 
and our favorite villain, uh, or Ultros. Let's bring yeah, it back. Uh, favorite but, to no one. But like, but you have all those characters are so good. Like you have Locke and Celeste and and uh, you know King the King. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name for some reason. Uh, Locke's brother. But you have like the the the, the King and then Saban. Oh no, Saban Saban's brother. No, it's the king. Saban and Edwin. They're Edwin. brothers. Yeah, but he was a yes. king, right? Edwin was a king. Yes, Edwin is the king of Figaro Castle Figaro. Yeah. So it's the it, castle that can that can burrow underground and go into different places. It's a fucking yeah, awesome castle. Yeah. It's like this is because really what makes this game like so unique from Final Fantasy games is that it wasn't just fantasy. It was like mixing in like steampunk. Yep. You know, it's like really early like steampunk and kind of sci-fi stuff going on. Oh yeah. With the Empire and Empire. Yeah. Cheers. Um as I drink another sip of scotch here. But it's it's so hard. Like I, there was one other game that I had as like sort of like up there with my favorite Final Fantasy game, and I could talk about it after you do yours, which I think I know your answer. But Final Fantasy VI, it's just so good. Uh, I just I it, this is like the the best episode for me to talk about it because it's really hard to bring it up any anywhere else. I mean, you know, it's like it, it doesn't unless we do a, a favorite JRPG. Sometimes I feel like we'll never will because this is this would be probably my answer. This Maybe. is it. This is the best JR, JRPG there is, in, yeah. in my opinion, and I think in yours as well. Like it is, yeah. it's the best. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's some other ones out there. Shout out to Grandia sure. too. Shout but... out to Chrono Trigger. Shout out to Secret of Mana. <laughs> Shout out to all those guys. Yes, you're great. I've never but played. You're Chrono... not Final Fantasy Six. Yeah, I've never played Chrono Trigger. Like I wanted to. I tried to play it on an emulator format, but like I had a hard time playing emulator. Um. And I understand people love that game. It's revered. And I know we probably didn't, we didn't bring it up in this episode, but like Final Fantasy VI just overshadows it all. And it's just, I I don't know what it is. I just think it's the uniqueness of the story, the plot twists that happen, likable characters, uh, the graphics, pinnacle, you know, great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know four, I don't know five. I know people like really like those as well as Final Fantasy games. There's some really good characters in those. But for some reason, I I just miss those, so it's hard to really kind of like compare those two. And then you got you know, you have your seven and your eight and so forth. And the other, I guess the, the new era of Final Fantasy where it changed. I well, think that's six... the thing. Like you you can't have Final Fantasy seven, which is all like steampunk and sci-fi, without Final Fantasy six. Yeah. Without people like without it being done right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. Like there there is. The the and I don't think any other Final Fantasy game lets you control as many characters either. I think there's 16 characters you can be. You can wow. control by the yeah, end of this true. game 16 characters if you want, you if you have, get them all. You have Garu. Who's the who's like the like the, random... the feral child? Yeah, the feral child. Like Garu. Ga. Ga. G-A-U. Yep. There's Ga. and then you have you have the general, the girl general. What's her name? Um, oh my God, I'm gonna Celeste. That's the last. So why don't I just run them down from memory? Yeah, thanks. So thanks. I'm bad. I'm bad at the remembering <laughs> this stuff. I, I... There's Locke and Terra, who are basically like the main. Terra. I'm confusing Terra with Celeste. That's why. Okay. Celeste is a general, but she's the um she's the former general that works for the Empire, but then defects. There's Cyan. There's Edwin and um, uh, Saban mm-hmm. or Saban. Uh, let's Saban. see. Saban. There's the Gaw. Guy. There's Gogo, who is the guy that just mimics everything and he doesn't talk. Mm-hmm. 
there's Shadow and his dog Shadow. Retriever. That's right. I think is his name or Interceptor. The dog's name is Interceptor. I think. Can you name? Can you name him? No, you can't name the dog. The dog is already named. Oh, okay. But Shadow uh, and his dog, which is awesome. I love how sometimes if you get like a critical hit on Shadow, like he gets hurt and he goes down on one knee, like when they're almost dead. Mm-hmm. Like the the dog will just come out of nowhere and bite somebody. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like it's the that's little right. touches in that that's game. Right. Yeah, that's right. Cool. And then that's when cool. uh, that's when you had um you had the fire one, fire two, fire three, right? That was that yes. was the original bolt one, bolt two, ice one, ice two. Yeah, like they didn't have but... like the, I don't. It was I, I I'm not sure if that was just like English translation thing or if that was old. I, I I'm not a Final Final Fantasy I guess like extreme crazy uh, knowledgeable person, but like and like, there's Mog. Don't forget Mog. Oh, that's right, Mog. I forgot about Mog. And uh, Umaru, you could be the, um, he's like the Yeti. He's like a <laughs> abominable snowman. There's so many people you could be, it's so crazy. Setzer, the guy who owns the airship. Oh, Setzer, I forgot Setzer, that's right. Oh, there's you're making me more. Now I want to play more. this game again. Now I want to play this game on, again. Hold on, there's two more. And I think Edwin is actually Edgar, the more I think about it. Edgar sounds right. Edwin, yeah, Edgar, Edgar sounds and right. Saban. Saban. Edgar and Saban. And the old man and the the daughter, the daughter who paints pictures. Remember, she painted the picture of Ultros. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Realm, but... Realm and Strapo. Oh my God. Drago. Strato. Are you looking at a light or something like that? No, I'm staring at a at a notebook paper that I'm. <laughs> furiously writing on right now trying to remember <laughs> their names but that's the thing there's so many good moments in that game though like you have like the obviously the beginning of the game where she's in the mech you learn about the espers you have yes. the you have the, yes. i mean to even though ultros is not that the greatest villain he's annoying and he gets in the way but like he has some really kind of funny moments when you do the opera scene and all that stuff and then you have the breaking of the world oh, with us with the espers you have the you have the airship um it, 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 there's, there's just so many things that happen in that game and it just takes you so many different places and the graphics are so good and then you have that moment where you, you actually you actually separate where you like which party do you want to go with yep. like, which was where which, you, which, which story do you want to yep, follow which, do you want to go with bannon and the and the retrie- i think that that was the name of their rebel group the retrievers or the, re- mm-hmm. the I, I forget but but yeah you could like that was a pivotal moment where you could pick which path you wanted to follow first. And then when you finally defeated that path, it would like go back to that black screen with just like a save point. And it's like, okay. And you were Mog, the, the, the Moogle, and you just pick which character you want to uh, play as next. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. A lot of innovative stuff for the Super Nintendo, I must say. Well, here's the thing. I never beat it on the Super Nintendo because the game can deleting yeah. itself i just never beat it and then finally it came i got a, 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 a game boy advance and then it came into the game boy advance they, re- they released it and i'm like you know what i'm gonna finally do this game i'm gonna finally beat it it's gonna happen because i love this game and i did it there because i just like i couldn't trust <laughs> the super nintendo i don't blame you that was really old <laughs> it was a very old cartridge I appreciate my cousin that gave it to me, who listens to this show. But it just deleted itself way too many times. And let it go, Justin. Let it go. It's all right. It's done. It can't but hurt you anymore. It can't. No, it can't. 
<laughs> but that that is my favorite. That is my favorite Super Nintendo game. Speaking of games that hurt me many times over until I actually beat it, uh, my favorite Super Nintendo game, Justin, is Donkey Kong Country Two. I'm actually Diddy's very surprised. Quest. I'm very wait, which one? Diddy's Conquest, Donkey Kong Country Two. Oh, the second one. The second one. The second yeah. One. The yeah. third one better is better one. That's a better not, one. Two is not, better one. Two is the best. Two is the best Donkey Kong Country game. It is. It, it's not just because they introduce um. Dixie and her hair floating ability, which is really useful. Um, but the the gameplay takes like what was really fun about the first one and amps it up. The music is dynamite in this one, and the 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 level variety, just the different kinds of levels um, that you could do uh, in this game, amazing. So one of the ones I that I always remember is like this underwater one, where. Um, part of it, it's like in a, you're like in a big, like an enormous sunken ship or parts of ships. Uh, so you have to go underwater, but the water is like, I don't know if it's like really hot or if the water is lava, but you have to jump on a seal who then freezes the water or makes it cool enough for you to swim in. So there's this like race for you to find like the next seal that you jump on to like cool the water off because otherwise you'll get burned and you'll die. Uh, also one of the best bosses fighting a sword alright so in the beginning you're fighting like a hand that's in, like in lava with this sword and then the sword is all that's left and you're fighting this magic sword and the, the, the end boss with uh, King K. Rule uh, he's he's tough and you think you win and then he he gets way more difficult and it took me so many tries to beat that game like probably just days of me trying to beat that last level so hard um and those of you who've played any of those games will remember the bramble levels where you're just in a barrel like the whole game like the whole level where you're just blasting from barrel to barrel but it's so hard to just time it perfectly because if you don't you go right into thorns and die and ugh. God, the, the stress thinking about that now. <laughs> but I, I I tell you, it's like the first game I 100%ed. Okay? Like, I found every secret, every um, creme coin, every uh, secret level uh, to the point where you, you discover, like, the secret of the Kremlin, of the, uh, not the Kremlins, the, whatever those um, crocodile creatures are. No, I don't know what they're it was remember. the it, it, in this game was the first time they had like a secret world that you could um discover and play the games and play like additional harder levels in and it was the first game that i i completed 100 percent all bonus stuff all of that and the last i i checked my super nintendo which is at my brother's house right now that game was still saved on the Super Nintendo and on that uh, cartridge. Oh man, that's like that's like. I don't know if it still is now, but it's it's been it's been a few years. But I, I feel like it's worth plugging it back in and seeing if that saved game is still there. If it's not, I will I will cry a little, but I will accept that time goes on and uh, time waits for no man. Well, my my my, my favorite my game favorite. is not saved in my Super Nintendo cartridge. No. No, your favorite game was trying its best to stop you from playing it. Like, no, you can't hand me. Nope. It's like taunting you. 
Um, I do want to correct you a little bit though, and I don't. I think it's only because you haven't played this game yet. Uh, Tropical Freeze is the best Donkey Kong Country game. Just, okay. Just so you know, I'm I'm sure it's good, and, <laughs> and when I when I when I try it, I will let you know. But um, I got to tell you, man, two is two is awesome. It's still super fun to play. Two was two was a better tight. game. I never got into the Donkey Kong Country games too much, and I mean mostly because I just didn't own the system. I think. I remember loving playing them at like, you know, the kiosk and stuff and playing at friends' houses, but I definitely liked Diddy and Dixie combo more than Donkey Kong and Diddy combo. And three was weird. He sure. had like what what Baby Kong? What was that? What yeah, was that? Dixie and, and Baby Kong. And, and it was not it was not good. It was basically going back to Donkey Kong and yeah. Di- and Diddy, but it was like Donkey Kong and Dixie in this case. But um, the later ones, like it's just Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong, and Tropical Freeze is the only one that I've ever ever beat. Yeah. But uh, I love I love Tropical Freeze a lot. But you know, I I, I do want to give respect to Tr- Donkey Kong Country. People love that game. Graphics of that were amazing. I'll give it that, and the music was wonderful. Um, yeah, the music in 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 both like the first and the second game are are just yeah. I, I still sometimes hum some of that that music to myself, mm-hmm. uh, just thinking about that game, man. Is that so is that where would you consider that Rare's breakthrough game though? Because that's like one of Rare's like first. I think big I game. think the first Donkey Kong Country was for sure. That was the one. That was how I got how I got it. I mean, was getting the system. I got the. I didn't get Super Mario World until way later. Um, my first game was Donkey Kong Country. That's the oh, system. Okay. It was that was the bundle that I that my uh, parents had gotten for me. The, the, just to kind of bring a shout out, though, I do want to shout out Killer Instinct by Rare. Ooh, um, yeah, that was like good. big on the bundles. Um, for like, I remember like all the Super Nintendos had like Rare, like well, even the sixty four mm-hmm. ones had Killer Instinct too. But I just want to throw that out there. I didn't play it a lot, but I just wanted to give that as a shout out. I did play a lot of Killer Instinct. Um, I love that game. It's tough. I, I do, if you unless you have more to say about your favorite. Right? No, you, you have any time. other shout-outs you'd like to mention? Or I, I would like to make this as my final favorite part two. And I know we don't usually do that, but I just it was really hard for me to make what this my it? favorite. And it's, it's Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. And oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't beat that game, so that's another reason why it's not my favorite. And it's really weird that why I haven't beat that game because it's a great game. It's just for some reason I just really like replaying it over and over again. I played it on Super Nintendo, never beat it, and then you know moved on with things. Played it again on the Wii, and got really far, but never beat it. And then played it again on the, the Switch, got really far, never beat it. For some reason I just like the beginning of it. Like I just get to a certain point where I'm just like, you know what? I really like this game. It's great. But I'm good. <laughs> I don't know what good. it is. I've had I've had enough for now. Like I can see how much work I have to do, and I'm, yeah. I'm I appreciate that some people are, are willing to do it, but not me. Not yeah. now. I mean, it's a lot of people consider like Link to the Past like one of their favorite Zelda games, and I would say that it's one of the better or best top-down Zelda games. Personally, I like Link's Link's Awakening a little bit more, but it's very close in that comparison, and. I just wanted to bring that up, though. We talked about it a little bit in our in our surprise topic, but it is a great game, mm-hmm. and it was it was one of the ones. It would have been one of my honorable mentions if if somehow we overlapped. 
but I just I think it is a phenomenal game. That that really kind of like showcased uh, sound effects in a video game really well, and it fleshed out the world of Hyrule to what it is now. I think it's really kind of what pushed that that series forward, for sure. Yeah. The commercial yeah. was great. Oh, that's great. By the way, too. It's great. There's, and I feel like we've scratched the surface on a lot of these things, but there are so many other Super Nintendo games we can mention. Uh, the only other one that I would like to just give a brief shout out to was the only game that I had that was an all red cartridge, and that was Doom oh, for geez. Super Nintendo. <laughs> I saw that that's how I experienced Doom, not on a PC. That's what but I, on a I, Super Nintendo. I played Doom on the PC, so I was like, I couldn't bring that up in the, in the, in the, in the, in the show. I can. I had it. It's still with my Super Nintendo and games at my brother's house. So you can gotcha. uh, find that red cartridge, that blood red cartridge someplace. But yeah, man. Well, this was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. That's right. Would you like to tell them what we're going to do next week? Uh, I think. Let me see. Let me look at my scotch bottle and see if I can remember. Hold on. Did you write it on the label? <laughs> because I have down here that we are going to do favorite sitcom. Well, that's right. That's right. No, I, I remembered. You just got to. It, it just Friday. smudged. It's just smudged on the label. <laughs> <laughs> from all the handle hand holding you've been doing of it <clears throat> but so we're going to, to talk about yeah our favorite si- situational comedies and that's a uh, pretty broad variety but i think we'll have some fun is that what sitcom means because i honestly yep. didn't know that before this show <laughs> sitcom situational comedy rom-com oh. romantic comedy rom-com okay what other comms yeah. are there dot com uh, sci- sci-fi comms <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> So I'm assuming Zom coms, the zombie I, comedy. I'm gonna guess we're gonna talk about a lot about TGIF. Probably not. Well, there's a lot of them in there. We'll probably mention them. <laughs> Lots of shout-outs. Yes. But, all Lots right. Yeah, we decided to kind of focus on TV. Uh, we've done. We haven't done that, a lot of TV stuff, so it should yeah. be interesting because I actually don't know what Paul's answer is gonna be. I don't know either. It's gonna be. If, you, if we're talking about like a whole show, it's hard because you might say like some seasons of a show are better. May only have had like a couple of good seasons, or maybe it only had like one or two seasons. And remember, there's no rules to this. So what's really what's considered a sitcom? I guess we'll find out next week. There would be, uh, yeah, situational comedies. <laughs> All right. Well, Justin, this has been playing favorites. I'm Paul, and I'm Justin. Let's do it again.